0: Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests about sports, faith, and life. I'm Bryce Johnson, and I'm excited to be joined today by Jacob Tammy. He's been to three Super Bowls, and he's lost them all. The Broncos, the Colts, both led by Peyton Manning. And then last year, he was with the Falcons, and, and so I asked him all about the, the Super Bowl loss. And uh, I think you'll you'll be intrigued to hear what he had to say, uh, but he's really an awesome guy, great personality, ha- had a lot of fun things to to say and, and before we jump in, I hope you guys will check out our website unpackingit.com, and sign up for our weekday email devotional blog. if you haven't done so already. Uh, it's a thought about sports, faith, and life sent directly to your email, and you can sign up for free. Uh, Also, if you'll please leave a review on iTunes after you hear today's podcast, that would be a a huge help to us as well. But now enjoy listening to Jacob Tammy talk about coyotes, Jesus and farming and a little football. Our guest today is an NFL tight end who has played for the Colts, Broncos, and Falcons and has been to the Super Bowl with each. He played his college football at Kentucky where he also earned his degree in integrated strategic communication and he got an MBA. He was drafted in the fourth round of the 2008 draft by the Colts. He is married to his high school sweetheart. I am excited to be joined by Jacob Tammy. Jacob, thanks so much for joining us today on Unpacking It. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here.
0: All right. Well, we're we're excited about it. And of course it's the off season in the NFL. So what does that look like for you? What what do you enjoy most about the off season?
1: Well, uh, the off season for me looks probably different than ninety nine percent of NFL players. Uh for off season for me means going back home to Danville, Kentucky. Uh that's where my wife and I are both from. Small town America. Um, uh, we <laughs> love it there and That's where our home is going to be when football ends. Um, We have a farm that my family has owned since 1910 that we own now. And uh, so the off season for me involves a lot of farming. Wow. Um, I got a, yeah, I'm able to, you know, I'm able to do uh, all my workouts. So we we have a a, a place in our house uh, that I built specifically for that. And then I've got another facility here I can use and, uh, I spend a lot of time out on the farm. It's a great break for me. Um, it's a great, uh, it's a great getaway uh, in between, you know, from one season to the next to sort of refocus my mind and body. And, uh, you know, we're able to have a lot of great family time out here on the farm and be around both sets of grandparents. And, you know, we just, we wouldn't have it any other way. And, uh, you know, for me, I, you know, That's this awesome. is, this is year 10 coming up for me. Um, I'm a free agent right now and um, coming off surgery. So, uh been rehabbing hard and uh you know feel good right now and ready to uh see what happens and you know i know i'm i'm closer to the end of my career than the beginning but uh you i still feel like i have good uh good run left in the in the body and the legs and i felt great you know uh if you take out the surgery i've really been extremely blessed my whole career injury wise and uh, going into last season felt uh, as good as I've ever felt in my career which uh, was a blessing you know going into year nine so that was that was kind of wild and uh, I'm getting back to that point now, and uh, I think I'll be feeling really, really good in the next month or two.
0: Wow. Well, no, I want to ask you more about the, the injury as well as free agency, but but I'm fascinated uh, about you and, and your family living on the farm and, and how long you've had it. So so what all is involved with running the farm? What kind of, I don't know, animals or, or crops or, or what's kind of the, the story for the farm?
1: Yeah, so the farm story is uh, my family's had a farm, like I said, since... Uh, My great-great-great-grandfather bought uh, land in 1910 in western Boyle County in Kentucky. And so we have had, (laughs) my family's had, you know, I think basically around 500 acres uh, (sighs) uh, forever. And my grandfather, when I I was a kid growing up, we would go to my grandfather's house on Sunday afternoons for a big family dinner every Sunday. That's cool. You know, it's what we, and then some of the best memories of my childhood were playing in that front yard. That's really where I learned to play sports, you know, football, baseball. The whole deal so um you know for us to be able to purchase a piece of that and build our dream house out there on the farm um is really you know something i still pinch myself and you know it's sort of uh being able to continue our family's legacy something i, I really take a you know i feel blessed to have been able to do that and um in some way and so yeah the farm has been uh a cattle farm uh for a long time we've had uh cool. At one point during my childhood, I mean, we had everything, sheep, uh, we had a dairy operation for a little while, of course, a lot of that smaller dairy stuff has been phased out, we Mm. did tobacco, grew tobacco growing up, and uh, that industry's changed a lot too, so uh, at the end of the day, uh, what we have now, my wife and I have started, is uh, a cattle farm, and we also own some thoroughbreds, we have interest in a few uh, thoroughbred mares, so we have a, a little bit of a horse breeding operation as well, and Horses are something that I, uh, you know, they're just, I love them. It's an amazing uh, sport and game. They're amazing animals to watch them. Just when you watch them run in a field, I mean, that just, I don't know, there's something special about that to me. Uh, just, they were, they're born to run. And it's just, and like I said, I just love it and love, uh, love studying the pedigrees, love studying that part of the business, the the breeding end and trying to find good uh, matings for different mares. And, uh, you know, we're learning from some people. Uh, in that industry, it's, um, you know, for me, I just love learning. I love soaking up knowledge from different people and trying to partner with the right people in the thoroughbred industry. And also at the same time, learn about the best uh, practices for different uh, parts of the cattle industry. I mean, when you dig into the cattle world, there's, there's 10 different things you can do to farm cattle. I mean, there's all kinds of different operations you can have uh, within, you know, cattle. And um, so we we're trying to, Uh, build our business and our farm um the right way and um kind of continue the legacy of my family and also um make sure that we kind of put our own twist on it i guess
0: definitely oh that that's cool to hear and and i I was looking at your your twitter page and and you posted a picture what was it a coyote that was that was on your farm
1: (laughs) oh yeah we've got some oh actually i guess i just got a message a text message from my neighbor across the road yesterday and he said, uh, I thought I told you to keep all of those on your property. we uh, <laughs> He was pulling in and saw one running across out of his front field uh, yesterday. So, yeah, we've got some, uh-huh. uh, which they're a little bit of a, a nuisance. Uh, we have to, actually got some amazing pictures on the trail camera of, those, yeah. of a couple of them. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of deer, a lot of coyotes. Um, I'll say a lot, but, I mean, we've got at least two or three that think it's their home out there, Ooh. which uh, – we'll need to end uh soon (laughs) but uh they uh so so, yeah we we're out uh a little bit in the country and uh, we love being out there
0: man that's cool jacob tammy our guest right now nfl tight end uh here on unpacking it and and so you mentioned being a free agent last year uh you were with the atlanta falcons so what what is that like and and just kind of that that mentality that that experience of your 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 contract ends and, and trying to figure out okay what do I do next? Who wants me? What what's it like for you personally?
1: Yeah, you know, well I've I always trust that God is in control of that and I just really relax and let that process play itself out. And and this year more than more than ever I'm having to do that because you know, I am I'm older than I've ever been going to the free agency. I'm older than I've ever been. There you go. <laughs> that
0: <looks> very profound.
1: <laughs> yeah. Aren't we all? So, uh, you know, <laughs> coming off the surgery. But, but on the positive side, like I told you earlier, I felt great going into the last season. I feel great again now. Um, I feel like I've learned something new about my body every year that's helped me to almost, you know, feel better than I did my rookie year, which is weird. Wow. But, uh, you know, I, I think that at the end of the day, back to the, the original point of your question, I think, you know, my first time in free agency – you know, had I hit it a, a year the year before, I had a great year. Um, uh, my friend Dallas Clark had been injured. I stepped onto the scene and was able to really excel and, had you know, put up amazing stats and all that stuff. With the Colts. And if I'd hit free agency that year, uh, you know, I really think it would have been a big, uh, you know, a big payday and all that jazz. Uh, I didn't. I had another seat year on my contract and mm. came back the next year. We stunk that year. We uh. were just really bad that's a the only bad season I've had in my career as a team and yeah uh we we really I think we won t- two games that year with um with the Colts. So that I go into free agency yeah that's right after that season and I'm thinking geez you know would have been great to have been a free agent last year you know oh. um and then and here's the great part is you know God had the plan all along you know mm. I mean I could have done that the year before and maybe gotten a payday somewhere and all that. Who knows where I would have ended up. Who knows my quality of life, the experience, whether I would have enjoyed it, whether the team would have been any good. And I'm a free agent, and I end up basically going with Peyton
0: to
1: the Broncos. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I'm laughing like, I mean, people get worked up, and we all get worked up about, you know, man, this would have been that way, or this would have been this way. But, you know, and then here I am. I mean, what better could have ever happened than me going with Peyton Manning to oh. go to the Broncos, great organization, had so much fun out there, great team, we had great seasons. And, you know, my relationship with Peyton during that time grew and just, I mean, what an honor that was, you yeah. know, to be able to, to go there and do that. And, and it wouldn't have worked out had I been a free agent the year before. It wouldn't have, It would not have been that way. And wow. So, you know, uh, same thing with Atlanta. You know, we were actually – uh, when I signed there, we were in Hawaii at NFLPA PA meetings. And I got a call, flew from Hawaii to Atlanta and, uh, just, you know, had a good visit and, and, you know, God just it, I had great, I've had a great experience there. I may end up back there. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. impossible to know, um, right now, but, uh, have had a great experience there. Love Dan Quinn, love the, the program that he runs, uh, love my teammates there. So, you know, it's, I know that God is working in this moment as well and uh, with this process. And, you know, I'm doing uh, my part uh, as hard as I can to rehab uh, from the standpoint of uh, getting back ready to play football. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes from here. But I'm very confident that, uh, you know, there's a a higher plan and and there's a bigger purpose than just me too. You know, it's not like, you know, it's it's not just uh, when when things happen in our lives and and in my life, you know, I've been able to see, you know it's not always about me you know mm. sometimes uh you're put in a place for someone else or mm. or or you're you're injured for someone else wow you know not unlike dallas was injured and i was able to step on the scene in indianapolis
0: True. i'm injured
1: last year and other guys step onto the scene in atlanta you know i mean it's uh there, there's a bigger purpose in all this and um i just i do trust in that so
0: ah oh, incredible perspective jacob tammy nfl tight end with us on unpacking it and last season Atlanta it was a, a special season all the way to the Super Bowl and and, and two things that, that I, I kind of want to hear your perspective on as well one was the the shoulder injury that, that you've alluded to and, and having to, to rehab from that but it, but it prevented you from playing during the playoff run and, and so I guess kind of first off how did how did you maybe handle that how was that experience for you personally how did you grow during that and then we've got to of course talk about the Super Bowl
1: yeah well you know I tell you it stinks to it's my first time in my career going on injured reserve and missing you know half the season uh a little more than I think I heard week eight of course we made the playoff run so I missed uh you know that that I'll tell you this I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you when you are on the sidelines when your team's making a good play a big playoff run you know it it does stink it's no it's no fun but um I'll also say this if if that had happened for me you know uh if I'd been a starting tight end somewhere in the previous eight years and gotten hurt and the team would have made a run to the Super Bowl I would have almost I feel like I would have maybe been like borderline bitter you know I
0: mean
1: you just you know you just you're, you're happy for your guys but you really want to be out there. And, and the same was true this year. But I think at the point I'm in, in my career, you know, I have a lot of comfort um, in the way that I've played. I still feel like my best season could potentially be in front of me, which, yeah. you know, is a good feeling. But at the same time, I'm I'm self-confident uh, more so than I was year two, three, you know, yep. uh, from the standpoint of, you know what? Like, let me just do my best to help these other guys shine. Wow! Because that's a hard place to get to in the NFL. Mm. I'm telling you, like, you know, your job every year as a veteran player is gonna be taken by a younger guy, unless you keep that from happening. Yep. Like, that's just the facts of the life in the NFL. You, they're going, the younger guy is going to get paid less. They're going to have him longer. They they want to keep. They want younger guys. And you know, if you help a younger guy you're doing it at the expense of yourself on some level. Mm. And uh, for me, it would have been a lot harder earlier in my career to do that. But last year um, I felt, you know, complete peace. And really, at the, I mean, that's what you should do. You know, you should be a good teammate. That's, yeah. that's what everyone, you know, you should do everything you can to help the other guys. But I mean, look, you know, it's just in some ways it's a selfish industry. It's just, you know, you're, you're, when you do it, you know, you're doing it at the expense of yourself. Mm. So, um, I feel like I did that last year And I'm glad I did And I'm glad that I was able to be a small part of us Making that run Even after I was hurt yep. In whatever way Whatever tiny way it was Um so you know, I was really proud to be a part of that
0: team for sure. Yeah, well, gosh, that's that's incredible, Jacob Tammy here on unpacking it, and and uh, yeah, like you said, it takes years to kind of get to that point and understand that, and and have the the, the self confidence and the self awareness to to get that. Um, but but let's let's talk about the the Super Bowl, and and I'm sure it's been a, a taboo topic in a lot of ways. Uh, but there you were on the sidelines. Yeah, after, do we have to? <laughs> well, I, no, I'm I'm sorry. Well. Honestly, nah, I, I'm just I'm just kidding. Well, I'm Go a ahead. I'm a Panthers fan, so we we went through it the the year before. So, um, oh jeez. But but there you are on the sideline, not being able to to have an impact on the field, and you're watching your team have this incredible first half, and then and then of course what happened in the second half with New England. What was your kind of vantage point? What were you thinking? And and, and then how have how what role did I guess you play following the loss as well? Just being there for your teammates.
1: Well. Look, um, very hard, very hard to, very hard to do. Um, very hard to watch great to watch the first half.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh,
1: it's like, you know, it is, a, it was a great, uh, it was a great feeling at that point being on the sidelines watching, of course, you know, I'm walking around telling, you know, just like everyone else was saying, you know, let's, you know, we got to finish, we got to finish, let's go finish these guys. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I think we, we, we really did attempt to finish them and that's, uh, possibly what got us a little bit too you know we we stayed aggressive and and that in that respect you know there's no regrets as a guy standing there you know the hardest part for me was just being was just standing there because as much as you try to to coach on some level or you know and to help and and there and you do that and then I did that you know like I said throughout the process being hurt you know know, on on some level you're trying to help the other guys and but but it's hard because I'm not a coach I'm a player yep you know, at the end of the day, like I'm, I am a player. So uh, when you're not playing as a player, it is really, really a tough deal. Oof. So um, it's it's just uh, you know it's just tough because you know it's a it, 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 no matter what uh, being a football player in the NFL is even if you're really blessed to play like I have is you know for for a number of years it's still a short experience. So you're trying to soak up. So just being there on the sideline for the Super Bowl, you know was tough but for the most part you know it was it was exciting and yeah. and it you know people ask me if it was bittersweet and i'm and i'm like you know what it's mostly sweet mm. uh you know yep. it's mostly sweet it's yep. it's really not bittersweet it's mostly sweet so i'm um, part of that um you know it was really really uh difficult because and i'll say this to dan quinn you know I, I love him uh did an amazing job of keeping those of us that were on our connected to the team that's cool and because because a lot of places you go on ir it's like all right we're done with you you're not really useful to us anymore there's really no point in us having you around having you on the, on the trips you know Man. that sort of stuff yeah because it i mean it you know and it's sometimes it's a distraction if you've got guys on IR because you check out mentally and then you're around the players you're so i mean i get it but dan did a great job of keeping us involved and and we're able to be a part of it on a level where it made it hurt that much more when we got beat. Ah. It wasn't like you, we, you know, you just check out and then, well, it, it stinks. We got beat. I mean, it was like, you know, I felt emotionally like I was out there, Yep. you know? Yeah. So, um, but so that made it tough. That made it really tough. And, uh, but, but I'm thankful for that experience still. And I would have rather been a big part of it or felt, you know, a part of it still and experienced that on the, on the highest level and experience that pain than to not, uh, be in it. You know, it reminds me of the, and I shared this with some guys and a couple of coaches after the loss and, you know, it's a perfect example of that Teddy Roosevelt quote in the arena Mm. where he says, you know, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or how the doer of deeds could have done better, Mm. but it's the man who's actually in the arena Whose face is marred with dust and sweat and blood. Who strives valiantly? I, I'm going to stop. But that is my favorite quote of all time because oh, a cool. lot of people, a lot of people on the outside, you know, you know, when you err or fall short, you know, they they they're critics and they point out how you stumbled and all that stuff. And that's fine, you know. It's whatever you want to be a critic and be that role. That's fine. That's you know part of our society. Yep. But I'd rather be in the arena all day long, every day. And if I fail, that's fine. But you know what? I'm I'm going to be out there. It is it is a blessing to get to be in the arena, man. Gosh. It is something special. And wh- even when you have the biggest heartbreak of defeat, it is still more special to be out there in the arena, to be part of something like that, than to be on the outside and not be part of it. Gosh. So um really thankful for that.
0: Definitely. Oh, man, I love that. Jacob, Tammy, our, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and, and yeah, I just appreciate that. That, that truthfulness and 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 perspective really so you, you've you've now been a part of three different Super Bowl runs which is another huge blessing and and, and I know being on the wrong side of it isn't ideal but man to, to be a part of that experience to, at least from the outside looking in still seems pretty sweet but but having gone through kind of three different runs and 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 ending in a loss in the Super Bowl what kind of I guess impact did that have on you personally from a, even from a faith perspective as well, uh, but also just walking with other guys through those experiences too. And, and and I'm wondering just kind of the impact that you've been able to have on those guys, despite the losses that, that you experienced.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, look, I, I, I'd be lying if I said I, 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 You know, I'm thankful for. (laughs) I'm thankful we didn't win, yeah. Because uh, that's not true. But at the same time, okay, I am thankful that I've been a part of those losses. You know, Um, it's. I'll tell you this. I mean, it is. It is. It takes a little bit of time and space to get to the point where you say something like
0: I just said.
1: Definitely you know, being uh, thankful for the ex- experience and, and to have been a part of being inside, you know, in the arena, in in a team, on a team, part of an effort to accomplish something like that because cause when, when you lose, the sting is real. Mm. And it's, uh, I mean, as a football player, you get in this weekly mold one week to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, and you're like a robot mm. just trained for battle. Yep. And you just you just and when it doesn't stop when you keep winning in the playoffs too it's like you just it's it's like a drug like these wins are just you know it's just it becomes like a part of you and you feel like you're unstoppable to mm. some degree and that's part of why you get there and then when you lose in the super bowl it hits you like a it just hits you like Phew. a ton of bricks yeah. you know like you know it, the the emotional side of it uh of of all the work you've been putting in for, I mean, for some, you know, your whole life to some degree, Definitely. but certainly for the, the pre, you know, the, the whole off season, the season, I mean, just the hours and hours, days and days and weeks and weeks and months of work. And you get to the pinnacle, um, and fall short. It, it, it hits you. It's a weird sense of finality. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, for me, uh, especially this year, uh, watching and not playing, um, because of the injury after the game, you know, like I said, it was really tough and, uh, it was tough for everybody. Um, some guys did come to me and talk to me and, yeah. and I was able to talk to them because of my experiences, I think, you know, definitely. and, uh, and so in that, in that way, I was thankful and we had great conversations, you know, and that, and that the relationships, the conversations, the pain that you go through uh, during a loss like that. Um, that's what I mean when I said, you know, like at the end of the day, I'm still thankful to, I'm really thankful to have been a part of something like that, uh, as much as it, you know, as a competitor, you just hate losing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, relationships are, are bigger than wins at the end of the day, at the end of your life anyway. And, and to be, to have those relationships and be, Able to, you know, have those conversations with those guys and experience that together, and um, still have each other's backs and, you know, still love each other uh, was was really cool.
0: Oh, that that's great. No, I appreciate you sharing and and I, yeah, I don't want to downplay the the pain that comes from losing a Super Bowl, but but just knowing your your perspective on on life and 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 God's power and and goodness and all that through it all. Um, I I just wanted to hear hear your thoughts on that, so I appreciate that. Jacob Tammy our, our guest right now on Unpacking it NFL tight end has been to three different Super Bowls uh and 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 Jacob as as we've you know, kind of talk throughout the, this conversation, you, you've alluded to your faith a lot, and, and it's it's had a, a big impact on, on a lot of different uh, seasons of life and, and, and all that you go through. Uh, but when you look at just kind of maybe what you've been learning recently or, or something that you've been been studying, even in your own personal time with God, what what has been laid on mm-hmm. your heart? What have you been learning mo- most recently?
1: Well, you know, uh, something that my Sunday school class has been discussing lately, and you know, God, I feel, laid this hard on my message seven, eight years ago when He really transformed my faith. I will say, yeah. Um, you know, a period of growth began in me that, unlike anything that I had really experienced at that point, um, it is just this message of, you know, inside out and, and internal change. Hmm. And, you know, so, so many of us spend so much time worrying about what other people think about us or am I doing enough stuff? Am I, you know, um, either for God or for good of other people or, you know, um, good works to an extent, I guess. And, um, you know, just been resting in the truth that you know, when God changes our hearts and and when we become a new creation, that that is where the fruits flow from, you know, and that is it's God that gets the glory. Mm. It's not about and, you know, am I doing enough stuff that people think I'm doing enough stuff? Mm. You know, it's 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 as God getting glorified in my life. Yeah. And I think that man. I mean, there's, you know, we go through different, it's uh, something else that's kind of hit me too, is like, it's really hard to feel conviction in America mm. nowadays. You know, Definitely. I mean, like it, we just, we all have busy lives. We have so much stuff going on. I mean, you know, I challenge anybody to have a busier life than me, mm. you know, there, but, but there's people out there that do, yeah. <laughs> I know there are, yeah. but at the same time, like we're all so busy, you know, I mean, so I, I know It's just like, and I feel like it's it's a problem to the to the extent that we never rest and experience communion with God. We never we never stop and and pause. We and where I'm going with this is we it's it's hard to feel conviction when you never allow yourself to the opportunity.
0: True, true.
1: You know, no question. So so you know, it just I feel like it's it's hard to feel conviction and. 21st century America, and and that's kind of like a mission of mine is to is to make sure that my heart is in the right place uh, from a standpoint of uh, being able to be led by God to be convicted where I'm wrong, where I need to change, and uh, you know just kind of helping to share that message because you know it's it's it is I think harder now than than ever to. To really truly feel conviction and let the Holy Spirit change you from the inside
0: out. Amen. Wow, that's that's powerful. Uh, great great thought to to think about and and we'll actually end it right there. But but man, Jacob, I could talk to you all day and we haven't even scratched the surface because I wanted to get your thoughts on on Kentucky basketball as well. But we'll, we'll have to save it for for next time. It's more heartbreak.
1: That's it. I'll just, I know I got a long wind at a time or two, so I'll be simple on this. More heartbreak. We don't
0: need to talk about that one. Oh man,
1: There was uh, yeah. You said you're a Panthers fan,
0: so look, I know why you're bringing this up. Come on, man, you're killing me. <laughs> it's it, it's tough, man. So well, I'm I'm also a Duke fan, so we we had a tough tournament as well. Oh okay, but, okay. So I'm I'm, yeah, I'm right sure there with you. There. <laughs> yeah. But man, yeah. man, appreciate uh, just your your honesty and transparency, and uh, and love talking with you, and, and hope you have a great rest of the off season, and and we're excited to to find out where you'll uh, be playing next year, and and where God's uh, leading you next. And so uh, keep in touch and uh, look forward to doing this again.
1: All right. Yeah. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. There's Jacob Tammy, NFL tight end joining us here on unpacking it.